0: Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Joy podcast. This is your host, Katherine Curry, and today we're going to talk about a morning swim with God. Many, many years ago, I was a lifeguard and I would lifeguard at the pool um, very early in the morning and It was such a nice atmosphere. We would turn the lights on in the pool and then just the office light was on and then the outside lights around the pool area were off. And so it was just like this calming ambient light, not the blaring bright lights of the overhead. But I would go in the morning and I would sit there and usually there was maybe at the most three, four swimmers doing laps. Cute old ladies in their bathing caps and their little skirted suits <laughs> were in their glasses. They were adorable. Anyway, at this point in my life, I um, was going through a really hard time. I have been a Christian since I can remember. I was little. My mom was saying prayers with my sister in the bed next to me. And she was talking to her about how to have a home in heaven and how to know that you have Jesus in your heart. And I remember her saying to my sister, do you want to make sure that you have a home in heaven? And I remember calling out in the dark, me too. I want a home in heaven. And so I don't really know how old I was, probably three or four, and I accepted Christ when I was that little. I had never known anything else but Christianity. I grew up in a Christian home and we attended church, not regularly, but pretty regularly. My parents were very active in sharing the gospel and having meetings at our house and baptisms in our pool and what was a crazy, busy household. Um, And as I grew up in the church, going to Sunday school, being part of youth group, I met a boy and started a relationship with him. And I thought we were going to get married. And then everything ended and I was completely heartbroken. I just became super depressed and I couldn't eat and I couldn't sleep. And I just was like, okay, God, I, you have my attention. I'm Whatever you were trying to teach me, whatever I need to know to get out of this pain in this place that I'm in, just show it to me. Just poured over my Bible and just read and read and prayed and spent time in worship and the only way I could sleep at night was to memorize whole chunks of scripture, and I was a wreck. I just was so devastated. Things had gotten physical between us, and I hadn't told anybody, and I was feeling guilty about that, and I was feeling horrible about myself. How could anyone ever love me because I'm not completely pure? And long story short, back to the swimming pool, early morning. It had to have been probably uh, March. It was wintertime. I remember it was cold. It was snowy. And I'm sitting inside the pool area. And I remember it had been a few months past since the breakup had occurred and I had been turned my life over to God. I had my own agenda. I was thinking if I do things right, if I seek God, if I pray enough, if I worship enough, if I memorize enough, if I do whatever enough that God's going to give me what I want, which I wanted my boyfriend back. I had graduated from high school and I wasn't going to youth group anymore. My youth pastor didn't want me going there because I was graduated and it was just for the high schoolers. And basically all my friends were there. I was going to community college and didn't know anybody at the community college or very few people. And anyway, nothing was happening, not even a hint of my boyfriend coming back, not even a hint of things changing at church and being able to go to youth group. And I was lonely and isolated, and I just didn't feel like God was doing anything. And I got angry. And I remember standing up from where I was and just in my mind, I was praying, and I I said, I don't believe in you anymore, God which is funny, I was saying to him that I didn't believe in him. (laughs) It doesn't really make sense, but I was saying to him, I don't believe in you anymore. I have turned my life over to you completely, and you're not doing anything. You're not making my life better. You're not bringing my boyfriend back. You're not mending things at church and making everything better there. You're not making my life better the way I think it should be. And I remember walking away from where I had been sitting, thinking, I'm not a Christian anymore, which was so foreign to me. I, Like I said, I had known Christ since I was itty bitty. And to walk away from there, it was like I was walking away from God and walking away from everything I had known. I remember thinking, there's no right, there's no wrong. If I want to drink and do drugs and have sex, and there's no, not, none of that's wrong. There's no right, there's no wrong. Not that I wanted to do any of that or had a desire, but just that there was no rules anymore. As I walked away from where I was sitting in my heart, I was walking away from God. I walked to the other end of the pool and I sat down. There's a table at the end of the pool, and no sooner I sat down, this little lady, one of those little ladies with her little skirted suit, and Bathing cap and her glasses on, curls tumbling out from underneath that bathing cap. She comes walking over and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Get your own kickboard, lady, because that's where she was walking towards, the kickboard box. I don't want to talk to you, lady, get your own kickboard. She walks up to me and she looks me in the eye and she says, I was swimming And God told me to come over here and tell you that he loves you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I about hit the floor. Oh, I was sobbing. I just couldn't believe it. The minute I was flailing my arms at God and basically cussing him out in my mind, he was telling somebody, she needs to hear that I love her. My second thought was, he just wouldn't let me go, not for a second, not for a second. He was speaking to her the minute that I was walking away, the minute that I was had made that decision that he wasn't making my life better, and then I thought, lady, you have no idea what you have saved me from. I don't even think I know, all the heartache and stuff that that I would have, the path that would have taken me down, that thought, those decisions. So if you're hearing this today, and whether you are the one that's thinking, God, are you really real? Are you really there? Do you even care? I'm here to tell you that he does. And that he loves you. God is sending me to tell you today that he loves you. And that yes, he absolutely is real. Just open your heart and receive that. And know that although it may not be easy right now, he's with you. And he promises to never leave you or forsake you. The wonderful thing about That is that you don't ever have to be alone. You might feel alone, but you are not alone. He's there with you, guiding you. He is your good shepherd. He is your loving Heavenly Father. And you can trust him. Did he bring my boyfriend back? Nope. Was I able to go back to youth group? Nope. But guess what? That encouraged me to start my own Bible study on my college campus. And people came to Christ because of that. Sometimes God has to remove things from us. He has to move us out of the out of our own way. <laughs> we have a plan, we have our own purpose, but God's purposes they end up being better than ours. Because he's a good, loving father, he has good plans for us. You may have heard this verse, and sometimes it seems like a cliche if you've been in the church long enough, that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. The next verse says, and Then you will call to me, and I will answer you. So maybe that's you today and you're questioning God's goodness. You're questioning whether he's real, whether he cares. Your circumstances, the things that you're dealing with today, the heartaches, the loss, they just seem overwhelming. And how can there be a God who is loving if I'm going through all of this? I don't have the answer to the why, but I do know that God promises never to leave us nor forsake us. And he has sent me today to tell you that he loves you and that he promises he will always be there for you. Holding your hand and walking with you through whatever difficulties or heartaches you encounter. Maybe you're a parent and you have a child that has not been going the way of the Lord, that has rebelled, and you're crying out and asking God to move. Just know that he can reach through anyone. He can reach through just like he reached through to me. He used other people. He used that little lady, that bold little lady who came up to me in her swimming suit and was humble enough and sincere in her faith to say, hey, God told me to tell you that he loves you. I truly believe that no one is beyond the love of Christ neither height nor depth nor angels nor demons nothing can separate us from the love of Christ and he has a redemptive plan in store for you for your children's children he loved us so much that he has sent his son to create that bridge to him so I just wanted to encourage you today that If you find yourself in a spot of questioning God, questioning his goodness, just know that he is good and that he loves you and he ultimately has your good in mind. Be blessed. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The more that we get the word out, the more we can spread that joy and make a difference in our world. Thanks for joining in. Today's episode was sponsored by Solar Grids Grand Rapids. If you are looking for solar grids to be placed on your home or business to save yourself some money, you can find information about that at solargridsgrandrapids.com. They service the greater Grand Rapids area in the entire U.S. So go ahead, reach out to them today.